Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Carbonite Bounty BS with me and the nerds here. Hope everybody's doing well. I hope everybody's great. Yeah, I mean, she's, you know, but, I mean, just jumping into it, I mean, what a two episodes. I mean, yeah. boy, what a two episodes. I really, over to the two episode sequence here, haven't been as excited to discuss some topics. I mean, especially as we get in the back half, episode 15, like the tie ins, I mean, this this does so much, I believe, to the prequel trilogy than I ever would have thought we would see and know about. So, um, you know, before we get into it, guys, like I said, just excitement. Uh, but um, general housekeeping stuff, guys, like I said, welcome. Um, quick runaround. Uh, we have our guy who is our resident DJ slash production guy, SC Hit. <laughs> We have our original Star Wars fan and OG man of a thousand names himself, Admiral Tarkin. ATK. Yep. <laughs> and we have the guy that really doesn't need an introduction, comic book artist himself and director and writer. We have our guy, the theme of themes itself, D.P. Brown. D.P. And last but not least, we have myself, Mr. Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> the guy with the annoying ass voice that has to play both sides. So. Yeah. But no, guys, um, you know, before we dive into it, uh, obviously, we might have some new listeners and viewers out here. So uh, if you are new to us, let me let DP let you guys know where to find us at. Hey, T. Mitch, you are no longer our enemy. Remember that, okay? <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so make sure that you guys are going to um, NerdCyclopedia.com. Um, you will find all the links there to our social media channels at NerdCyclopedia on Twitter, Facebook, and also on Instagram. Um, make sure that you are leaving us some really good feedback at nurse on nurse and nurseacclopedia.com. You know, we love to, you know, get your emails and everything. Um, join our Facebook group, Carbonate Grounded right. BS, a Star Wars group in discussion. We discuss everything Star Wars there. Got some really good memories and some really good, you know, chatter going on there. So make sure you guys are joining that. Um, if you are watching us on YouTube right now, make sure that you are hitting that subscribe and notification button. So anytime that we are on, you know that we're on. And if you are listening to us in the car or on your, you know, phone and everything, smartphone and stuff, make sure that you are subscribing to our podcast on there at um, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, uh, Google Play, um, Apple um, Podcasts, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So, uh, you know, like I said, without further ado, guys, I mean, you know, what are two episodes leading up to the final coming up? Uh, I mean, I really don't know where to start. I know DP is usually a good guy as far as pacing some of these because when we get to uh, to 15, I mean, I, I just really don't even know where to go with that. But uh, yeah, we'll start with a 14, with episode 14 here, and and some of our initial thoughts. So DP, what were your initial thoughts on that? I mean, you know, right there at the end when um, you know uh, Crosshairs, you know, got Hunter down and everything, I was just like, oh man, what a way to you know cliffhanging episode. Generally, um, that episode was a, just a great lead up, you know, for, you know, the whole episode art, um, them, you know, trying to, um, you know, having having Omega along and everything. And it, it, it was it was just a really good episode. Yeah. Is your thoughts as well, Ken? Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, I kind of saw it coming. Like, there has to be uh, they have to get back. The band has to get back together again somehow. And so this is a great catalyst this is the way you do it grab the hero the you know the strong person that's left in the in the gang kidnap him take him away and you knew there, there was something that was ultimately going to happen and i i knew that there was going to like episode 15 was a little bit predictable to me because i kind of right. knew where it was going to go but um still really good episode good lead up um the only thing it scares me is sometimes with these two-part finales, if this is indeed the finale, I think it is, right? There's this 16 episodes, that's it. Yeah, yeah this next one is going to be the second. So that kind of scares me because when they do a, two, a two-parter, I you know I hope they just they do it right because the second this second half got to be good. It's got to really tie it up and make me want in the second season. But uh, great. It actually could be part one, two, and three. 
I mean, the way these episodes are kind of lined yeah, up. It, but it, it definitely should have been. And how about, you know, I forgot to say, how about um, Rampart um, just when the, the Kemonians? He got the scientist, <laughs> but the scientist, the scientist wasn't as loyal to him, but, you know, he needed the scientist, but, yep. you know, the, the other one you know, was straight loyal, and he decided to have him executed. That's yep. crazy. Yeah, he's cold. He's cold. He's he's everything the Empire is about. Oh, yeah. I think, yeah he's cold, sterile, just blank. You know, <laughs> you don't know really how where you stand with them, and where you do stand is you're, you're on the wrong side. Because if you're not on their side, you're on the wrong side. Yeah. No room for no room for argument with the Empire, <clears throat> which I suppose is not something, not something the Empire was well known for historically. Uh, yeah. You know, they're not known for you know. Let's find find the rebellion and discuss with them their terms. Right. You know, that was never <laughs> was never on the plate. Um, I like that they're answering questions I've had about these these stormtroopers for my entire life. I've literally forever. I've been like, are they robots? Are they hypnotized? Are they regs? Right. Why are they so crappy? And then you see the prequel trilogy and like, oh my God, these clone troopers are ridiculously good at what they're doing. They're extremely competent. Look, they're all Django Fett. And look, Django Fett's crazy awesome. That's what they show us that, right? So the whole question that's hanging over the original trilogy is why are these stormtroopers so shitty? Why are they so terrible at shooting things? Their one job is shooting stuff. One job, shoot it. That's it. That's their whole thing, right? But But now we get it. They're an occupation force. They're a lazy army. The emperor didn't just win. He won everything that exists. The emperor is the king of the whole galaxy. There are no threats to the emperor to the point where why should we leave this nasty gun lying around for someone to come and take it and attack me, the emperor? Well, just uh, take it. He just took it. Exactly, right? So yeah. so what is, he, what is the ultimate fate of, of the clones? Is is something that I guess is, is a big question that Star Wars has had hanging over it, and they're answering the question with Bad Batch. I think that is great. I love this vision of the ruthlessness of the Empire, right? This this uh, rain fire, to borrow a term from Marvel, that we get to see here uh, in Episode 15. The ruthlessness of the Empire and explains to you the uh, you know in terms that are very clear before the Death Star even exists, why people knuckle over to the Empire right away yeah because uh, mm -hmm. if you're offered terms by the empire lucky you <laughs> take, 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 take the deal take, take, it might get worse deal. but you should still take it <laughs> but if you take yeah. it now this is good and this if it gets worse all the time this is as good as it's gonna get right so you might as well right. take it yeah but no i, I echo you guys i mean it, you know even getting into 15 i mean and these are some of the plot points we'll discuss i mean the Reverberations that this leads down the line, you know, when we discuss, you know, the cloning pods, you know, very, very, very interesting point about those. Um, when you hear Omega story, um, it, it kind of left me speechless because, you know, it, as a an animated show like this, I expected a lot, a lot of plot points. And, you know, just reading some general thoughts on The Bad Batch, it was it's kind of hit or miss, but... When you get to the finale of this, detail, you know, aesthetically wise, they've taken this to another level. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just tie, like I said, this is a tie in. And I, I believe, you know, they're just so intelligent the way they do this. I mean, look, they bring back the Camino, and then you start thinking about what do you think about Obi Wan? What's coming out this year? Obi Wan. I mean, it's just the way they build this up. It's it's almost you know we don't want to say it, but it's almost like an Avengers type vibe. They stack all these shows up in order to get to the common goal, which will be, you know, eventually an anime, whether it be animated or live action, which will probably be live action, I believe some overall boss at the end of maybe this, we'll say phase one of uh, the Filoni-verse. So, you know, just just watching this stuff, I mean, it really, really accelerated, you know, my like for it because I was, to be honest with you guys, hit or miss on the Bad Batch. I liked it because it tied up the Clone Wars, but, it was one of those things. I'm like, all right, let's get the rebels. Let's really get back to four shooter, four shooters. Um, you know, laser sword wielders, whatever you want to call them. You know, for your neutrals out there. But yeah, you know, it's been an excitement for me. But this is these last couple episodes. It's, it's a thing, you know, kind of like Mandalorian. We had 
you had your filler stuff and then you know when, it seems like when disney wants to turn it up when filoni wants to turn it up it's like zero to 100. i mean the detail the storytelling it's 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 beyond you know it's beyond my my imagination and then, like i said to keep it in these short episode stories i mean I, it just begs a question we talk about again why have a movie anymore if they can do this in these hour formats why even do another movie well i mean because we want to see you know real life human beings <laughs> do this no, but i mean but look at the mandalorian though we can do that you know in a you know, yeah 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 weeks. I totally understand. What you, so you you guys, I, like I said, I was coming from the casual perspective. Everything. You guys want your Jedi's, you want your Force, you know, your know, stuff and everything. Um, the the Bad Batch is telling uh, the same story, but as from an outsider's perspective, in a right. way, you know, mm -hmm. even though that they, you know, they're they're clones and stuff, they're still outside clones reacting to stuff that's happening in universe, you know, which is right. a really dope concept to me. You know, um, just coming from a um, just you know non Luke Skywalker story and everything, you're seeing a breakdown from their perspective. You literally seeing them ask questions, the same type of audience questions about why are the um, clone troopers, you know, um, uh, why why who are these clone troopers? I mean, they're not what they 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 the the, the uniforms that they were using before. They're not the same. You know, um, they 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 named TK so you know TK troopers and stuff. Um, their name is stuff that I had questions about. What was the change? The discovery that one of I, I believe it was um, the 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 glasses guy had the discovery of the um, one one trooper who wasn't a um, wasn't an actual clone, you know. And they they were they're making the deductions themselves on what the Empire is trying to do replace the clone troopers and stuff. So yeah. it's a really it's answering a bunch of questions that I've had, and I'm sure you guys had a had a bunch, but um, it's really resonating with me. You know, uh, I, I don't need the 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 Jedi stuff right now. You know, I, I don't need any of that now. I'm loving the way that um, these these our A team is bringing me in. You know, bringing us in. You know, to to the in universe story. Yeah, and Cro Crosshair mentioned that. You know, he yeah. said he even said. Like about the troopers, he even said we got to get rid of the clones. There's a new level of trooper, and that's what he was trying to do. I'm jumping ahead, but that's what he was trying to do with the with the guys. He's you know when he was talking to Hunter, he's like, "You're going to be part of this. You have to be part of this. Join the Empire." And who said that? Who do we know? Who's the big guy that said that? Join the Empire. Together we'll rule the galaxy as father and son. Right. Yep. So that's yep. the big line. Yeah. So he knew he he so Crosshair thinks that these new the regs the human troopers are far superior to clones. That's his flaw. Well, is it? What? Well, okay. We'll, 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 yeah. There's no I mean, way the clones beat they beat these guys so bad all the time, and and it's like five like five, ten to one odds they win. They are they are vastly superior. To to the 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 new stormtrooper, and we find out why at the end of this at the end of this episode segment. Why don't you need a land army if you're never going to use it? They're never going to use this land army because they're not going to just they're not going to invade and make you knuckle under. They're just going to say do it or else. Right. That's their and whole. They'll blast, they'll blast the city out of from the sky. They'll blast your city. They'll blast your. You know. They'll take their time. They'll blast the. They probably could take the whole surface of the planet down, just like we could. I mean, if we can do it as a species. The Empire can do it, right? We have to believe that. Oh man, that was a bummer. I'm sorry. I even brought that up. Ah, oh, dude. But, <laughs> but that being said, we understand. We understand the process here. There's no need to reconquer anything because there's nothing to conquer. The clone wars already happened anywhere, anywhere that was going to be a problem for the emperor. He was, it was a frontline place during the clone wars. And so it was wiped off the map and changed and put back into, into the way the emperor wanted it to be put. And then at the end, he just grabbed all the pieces that were left. So there's no need for, for a specialist army. There's no need for, you know, a Praetorian guard that could be turned against you. Yeah. And, and if you are familiar with Roman history, you will know that there are many times where who the emperor was, was who was offering the best bribes with the Praetorian guard. And some of those guys were only emperor for like three weeks, three weeks. And then they get, they get cut because history is ruthless, man. Um, 
But I, di I digress. You can see that there's a purpose to this, and it's we're going to rely on the technology. We do not want to come down to where you are, which is why you need Jedi and why you need an army is to be on the surface interacting. If you're ruling from above, you don't have to go anywhere near the surface of these planets because you can just tell them, do it or else. Right, right. But and I think Ken and we'll, we'll just we'll dive into one of the first points I really caught on the you know the back half of episode fifteen and this is why I rewatched it a couple more times I end up watching it, I think three or four and wow. it's just certain parts of it so Ken kind of diverged into the idea of why do they need these troopers because the next set is coming so if we all put our thinking hats on what did we just see we watched the Mandalorian what did we yeah. see advanced troopers they weren't humans but they were cybernetics so right. then when we tie this back to the bad batch we found out that the Kaminoans were cloning things so my thinking hat on is this is at the point to where the emperor knows he's getting old there's a cloning facility there were giant pods there were small pods there were 10 there's only five members of the bad batch right right yeah so, so, so what are any other Correct. So what are in the other pods? There were smaller pods. This has a bigger abbreviation. Who doesn't say that they grow who came from one of those pods, right? Because we don't know yet. And because just think about how they're tying all this together, this whole universe. Who doesn't say that one of those small pods are Yoda? Who, and Grogu is a, 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 you know what I mean? So then when I'm watching this, my mind is spinning, my ears are spinning, and I'm just like, hmm, this makes more sense as we get to the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. And then we see after the Kaminoans who... They've shut that facility down. We know that they've tried to clone Palpatine because he knows he's getting older and he needs fresh bodies. So who doesn't say that they were trying to create new bodies for him there? And then, like we said, as the Death Star comes, they take the technology from that planet and they take it to the sky and the Death Star. So there's so much more of this stuff, I feel, that the gears are turning. That um, Maybe I'm just ranting on something, but I think that there more, there's more to this story. There's more of those clone pods. Because, once again, they focused on those for a little bit of time. It did. As Omega was going through. Did, yeah. yeah. Governments always experiment. Correct. Um, medically. I mean, they're yes. always trying to improve their soldiers. Right. Captain America. I mean, they're always trying to, you know, eh, make what they have better. So... Maybe they felt that the get rid of the clones, that's not going anywhere anymore. We're going to use that technology for like what you were saying, T. Mitch. Yeah. We're going to use that technology solely to, you know, preserve the emperor. The emperor. Let's take humans and let's do experiments on them and let's in inject cybernetics and and let's turn them into, you know, uh, what do they call them? Uh, cyborgs. Yeah. Right. So that would be yeah. the eventual goal. So a human robot, which right. would be pretty much undefeatable because you'd have the the strength, you'd have the 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 the, the brain of a human in a machine. I mean that's that's pretty so, much yeah. okay. So, so so the question, all right, so you got what you just said, Ken. Okay, I can I can I can um but in the timeline they they experiment with, with the robot thing. Where does it come to a point where what we've seen in like the Force Awakens when um, um that that's my next point that's my next yeah. point there yeah so to me it seems like they're skipping the human element and they're going to like you're saying the Force sensitive route because in the Force Awakens all those kids like Finn yes. were ideally Force sensitive children so yeah. this is this is where I believe, and we talked about this, the Filoni verse may be different than where George Lucas wanted to take it. And maybe they're going to side route kind of like a, if we do another Marvel timeline, you know, we're, we're diverging from the timeline. It's a multiverse. This may be the Filoni verse because like you're saying, DP, it makes it weird and interesting that we know that there are four sensitive people out there. We know the emperor at this time is getting older. Um, they're cloning on different beings, whether it be a giant pod or a small pod. Why wouldn't they? And at this time, the Jet Order 66 is, is happening. Why wouldn't they capture Jedi? That, I'm, I'm sure they'd execute them all, right? So why not capture them and let's experiment on them? Let's try to remove, you know, midichlorians or whatever they call it at this point and inject this in this another being, you know, or amplify mm -hmm. something. So, like I said, when I was watching this, my mind was just gears are spinning and I'm like, you know, when you find out that Omega opens up about it, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's and Omega really opened up about it, you know, like 
this is our home, you know, and, you know. The, yeah, she got real emotional when she took yeah. them back to the laboratory. I, that was where she was born. That's where you guys they, were born. That's where they were born, yeah. And She's they the like, oldest one. Wrecker's like, really? Uh, is that for real? And then they yeah. got, what's what's the computer guy? What's what's his name? Tech. Tech. Is it just tech? Tech or yeah, tech yeah. or they're kind yeah, of tech. Both I think it's like TK, yeah. Mm -hmm. TK, something like it. And he's like, well, I don't know. What are you asking me? Because, you know, the, the, oh, I, I, I love his reaction response because it's so on point with the way they write him. He makes yeah. it, he's so condescending in his well, why, why would you ask me? <laughs> you know, how do you think I would know this? You know, it's 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 funny the way he responds. But yeah, I mean, it's just like we're saying the the, the tie-ins of this stuff. It's just it's so much. I, it makes me just makes you wonder, and that's what you wanted as a Star Wars story. I mean, and you know, as fans, this is what you want is imagination to wander. Like, and unfortunately, you know, until this the Filoni versus came out, we've lost kind of the ability to wander. So, like I said, I'm just so engaged to this, so thankful for these these stories now because it just makes your mind wander and allows us. It allows you guys out there to have these discussion points, which is why we made this show, you know, Covenant Bound to Be Yes, because there are so many ways you can take this until the show actually comes out and we see the direction yeah. that, you know, it's just, you know, it's it makes a great this the debate. It's yeah. good stuff. And, and for all we know, Filoni's watching us right now and getting ideas for the next. <laughs> right. Hey, I'm stolen, honest, I'm stolen yeah. a lot of my ideas. Right. To be honest, though, you never know. Like I said, you know, I, I said this before. There's a lot of people out there that watch these shows, whether we see the view or not. They have, you know, it's just like uh, Facebook. You know, they have software. They have things monitoring people on YouTube, YouTubers. They, they There's a lot more that goes into what we say and what we do and, and things like that that people realize. Yeah. I mean, Disney filters stuff. I mean, they, they filter stuff. They hear stuff. Trust me. There are people maybe in our audience that, you know, might snippet things. You know, what you can think about it now. You can now clip on YouTube, right? Yeah. So these so are clips. You accusing, these, are you accusing our audience of spying on us? And maybe Disney? we have a spy. And, and, maybe, and Disney? <laughs> maybe we can have. That, some, is that possible? Can an audience spy on a presenter? <laughs> maybe, right? I think so. Maybe, maybe we have somebody in the Empire. On this crow, I mean, I'm a, I'm probably a Sith, so I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like Darth Maul, you know. I, I might have defected from the Sith. I'm still a dark side user. But, You're uh, Ronan. You know. Ronan. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, this this show, and and I have, and, and, and you're right, um, T. Mitch. I've seen a lot, you know, some few online comments about, you know, this show is not doing enough um, for them, you know, for right. some, you know, folks and everything. But I think they were really expecting a certain thing. You know, whereas this thing isn't it, you know, but it's so much elements to Star Wars out there. You right. from other places, but this show is specifically talking about the A-Team, you know, I call right. it the A-Team, you yeah. know, the Bad Batch, you know, um, but they could have easily just had like a story of the week with, with these guys and just let mm -hmm. it just be. They're still continuing the politics from the Clone Wars. Yeah. I yep. appreciate that. We're seeing things yeah. from, so we're so used to the high angle, right? We're seeing things from that street level angle. What's it like? You know, what's what's it like on you know the streets of Corellia and Ord Mantell and for the average citizen of the Republic Empire? And we were shown many examples of the Republic being a very unjust system, a very unequal system, it's slavery. Really, like seriously, that that had that going on. So, did that system even deserve to survive? If you want to look at it from that perspective. And from a far enough remove, is an evil emperor any better than a good emperor? And if he's improving your station, then what is it? What does the rest really matter? And what else are you willing to, yeah. you know, does, to do? Does, does the empire think the emperor is evil? No, no, no. He's no, a great no. guy. He's a strong leader. What is crosshair? Everybody else. else. Correct. So yeah, that messed me up, man. That messed me up. That whole that whole thing is so much like, like you know, uh, when when Rick James on Chappelle's show says, you know, why would I do something like that? That doesn't make sense. Either. That makes that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I did it. You know what I mean? Like that. That it had that it had that ring to it. It's like this is just what I am now. Like wow. You know what I mean? I'm just like I'm trying to think. Is this like some? Is this an analogy for you know our current political environment where there's just some people that's just who they are now, and there's no point in 
you know, they're not under anyone's control. This is just that's what they are, and you just have but, to sort of but, accept but, that. At a certain but level. how about the 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 plot point where I had I, I have a I had an issue with the whole chip thing. I've always had an issue with that mm -hmm. um, because I didn't. I guess I don't think we really heard the chip thing in the movies, right? This was an element introduced in the Clone Wars. Is that correct? Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, they so, were talking yeah. about that. Yeah. So the um the when they change and everything to really lay the um reasoning in the way they betray and the way they they um to the the clones just you know just go in one direction is because of a chip in their head. Sort of seems to me like a writing fairy. I understand and I I, I like how it turned out, but it sort of just it just didn't really sit right with me. So when uh, when Crosshair said he had the chip taken out a long time ago, <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there like, oh yeah, that's that's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah. this is him. Like like um, hit you saying this is him, and he's still you know um um loyal to like you know the Empire, you know, down to his you know to his last breath. If if this is his last breath. Yeah, so and I know. wanted to know when that was. What point? When did he have that chipper? <laughs> It's so interesting, right? Because yeah, it's such absolutely. a, it says so much about what, you know, what are people willing to do and like what evil things are people willing to do in service of a higher good? And obviously our own history is so full of examples of that, that there's no need to conjure any. So, you know, it, it's, it's just such an interesting sort of take on the whole, the whole system, because we see the, the, um, <clears throat> the conscript soldiers saying, you know, I'm here because the emperor did something for me then balking at committing the atrocity and then doing so under duress right so we yeah. see that's that cycle here and and it's it's interesting to see how you know the politics of that is all set up by the republic not fulfilling its duties as a government and now the emperor you know through pulling strings is now deciding to also not perform the duties of a government but to do so and solely for the emperor's own personal enrichment and the emperors fight against death. Right. Mm -hmm. And I mean, DP brings up an interesting point about the, you know, the chips and whatnot, because, you know, um, when we watched the Clone Wars, we saw it with Rex and, and the defected, uh, you know, clone that they found towards the end, you know, his friend who was suffering from the mental issues and, and the issue of, you know, they discussed chips being removed. And then we get to the fact that Warrior 66 happened and the failsafe, you know, majority of them, it's just like any other failsafe switch, you know, maybe 90% of them, it worked. There's a 10% that didn't work. Yeah. So yeah. Um, they tried to tie it in a little better, but I definitely understand where he's coming from. The writing was a little eh, and then they didn't really express it the best. And then you get to the Bad Batch and then you see Crosshair's explanation. And, and basically he's telling Hunter, I mean, look, this is the way to go. We're, I'm the ultimate soldier. I want to be the ultimate soldier. Our goal as a specialist force is to join this new uprising because this is our path. And you see that kind of, you know, it's it's really like the mental battle, but did, I think he has with Hunter trying to explain like this isn't, you know, as we say, this is the way. This isn't the way, you know, it's. It's, it's difficult because he is so focused on being the ultimate soldier that he doesn't see like the other clone. I mean, it, it seems like Crosshairs really is an ultimate soldier with no rationale. And the other members of the Bad Batch seem to be developing that human element of rationale. So Crosshairs is, a is a attracted to the Empire because he feels, he said it himself, that he's superior. We Correct. It gives him more power, you know, um, you know, than these people and everything. And that's well, a scary element when you're talking about, you know, yeah. your attraction to like, you know, everything the Empire is all about and everything. And, and and even, you know, with the loyalty and everything Crosshair had with his brothers, you know, he still wants them to come over to his side, not the other way around. Right. I would I would give him a point there on the superiority piece, because that trick shot he did where he took out five <laughs> troopers. <laughs> That, that was, was legit. Yeah, that was. I that mean, was, that was great. I mean, they were all kill shots too. It wasn't like they weren't no, no deflections. They didn't knock off a piece of armor. Those guys were dead, gone, yeah. killed them. It's it, it's interesting to so. see these guys as like, you know, symbols of the different senses, and and crosshair is the symbol for sight. Obvious, for you know, obviously they're very 
very heavy that what you see, right? What's real, what you can put your finger on. And what is the difference between Hunter and Crosshair? Hunter immediately knows what he should be doing all the time and why, because Hunter has that sixth sense that tells him, you know, where the electronics facility is or, you know, why, Oh, don't go down that road or, Oh, Crosshair's over here or oh, I'll get back. Don't worry about me. You know, Crosshair can see the unseen. I'm sorry. Uh, Hunter can see the Hunter. unseen. Yeah. yeah. And so when Hunter and Crosshair disagree and Crosshair is making the points that are on the face, very obvious. Does the special forces military group belong with the militaristic group? I, I mean, you can make a very good point that that is a yes, but look at how the empire is acting, right? Uh, the reason the clones, you know, team 99 was disobeying orders was because the orders they were getting were, weren't human enough. They weren't, you know, they weren't what's right because Hunter can tell. Yeah. And so th there's just no getting around that in this case too, you know, what is making Crosshair the villain isn't some contrivance, isn't some convenient like implant thing that has to be put there for plot reasons. It would work once and in very specific. And now we see why they have to get rid of the clones and getting rid of the clones and shushing up the murder. You know what I mean? All this makes sense. It's like a cover up, uh, And, and we sort of see where they're going. And for me, that's, that's a really great, a really great thing to see in star Wars is you see, you know, you see the, the, the sense of strength, right? Because like Wrecker, Wrecker's strong, but he knows he's not smart. Like he gets it right. He's right. smarter than he's smarter than to think he's smarter than the brain, right? right. He's going to destroy it things. Out. Someone else is going to plan it out. Like he's right. just set to do one thing. Yeah, he knows. You know, and 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 text the anal the analytical brain, and you know, echoes sort of the you know the memory, and then you have Hunter, which is the intuition, mm -hmm. yeah. and and you cannot you know without a sense of where you should be going without a compass moral or otherwise you're lost if you even if you can go real fast even if you can see real far if you don't know where you're supposed to be you know doesn't matter wh what direction you're going because you if you're going in the wrong direction you should slow down <laughs> especially if you know you're going in the wrong direction right Right. right, especially when someone calls you out on your on your stuff, and you're just like, "I'm just really a terrible person." That's how it is here. I'm awful. I'm awful. Now come with me, join me in the awful team. <laughs> I, I love I love the line uh, where Crosshair saw himself as the enemy, and um, Hunter came back and was just like, "Crosshair, you never were." You know, mm -hmm. just just making Crosshair just you know realize. I mean, we're, we're, we, we were never against you in the beginning. We always wanted you. It was never a betrayal type of thing. You left us, you know, or you didn't come back to us, I should say. Because, I mean, Crosshair always felt that, you know, they, they left him and, you know, abandoned him and everything, you know. Um, but because of Crosshair's, Crosshair's developing. He was trying to kill, trying to kill well, 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 Yeah, yeah. Well, but because of Crosshair's developing, I guess, animosity towards their beliefs, in the way they that they were going, and they weren't so easily swayed by the empire's ways and stuff, he began to be more angry and angrier with their their nonconformity, you know, nonconformity and everything. So this is their one final chance. <laughs> you know, he gave say, I, I you know, at least I give you a chance. This is my one final chance for you to come over to the best side, you know, the pure, the pure side, the empire side, because everything that you guys are doing, it doesn't mean anything. You know, it's great to follow orders, you know, especially when you're the superior one, you know, why make it difficult? You know what? <laughs> I mean, does he have a point? You know, I mean, are the, the, the bad batch making things more difficult for themselves by trying to fight against something that they really have no power to, um, you know, defeat? Well, keep, keep in mind, though, too, you know, the bad batch was a special forces really created to help out the Republic and with the Republic being gone now, it's essentially five members, basically, like I said, using human rationale as compared to being led. I mean, you know, if you have a, a Rangers or a special force unit, they're given orders at this point, the order giver is gone. So you have to have your strongest one. So the analogy is like, it's a boy band, right? You know, Crosshairs is the leader. He wants to do his solo album. 
he wants to bring he wants to bring you know the boy yeah. band back together and they're like you know is he justin or is he lance back he's jc he's jc oh he's jc okay. he's jc yeah. because because you would think like on his face if you look at if you look at this team, you would think that Crosshair would be able to be exactly as successful as Hunter as a Correct. solo act. But we all know for a fact that JC is in no way, no way, Justin Timberlake. It's just not the it's just the case that that's how it is and how it's going to be. Yeah. So I agree. You either have it or you don't have it. So right. he is definitely JC. Lance Bass. I I mean you know Omega has the haircut. So I feel like you know you gotta give you gotta give uh, and uh, Joey Fatone is definitely Rucker, and you know Tech can be Chris Kirkpatrick, I guess. Right. Yeah, just rub in there. What yeah. a time for the younger generation! Look at that. See, we're, we're, hey, we're bringing, we're right. bringing we, them all in. We, we just that's opened right, up to a whole new we're demographic of listeners. <laughs> we're bringing them all in. This is that's <laughs> for the prequel trilogy fans. Are you kidding? Right. That's, that's what we're going for. Right. <laughs> how, how, do, how do we like? Um, Omega constantly saving saving our heroes. Like she's she's always the one left behind, and always, uh, there's more. There's more to her. Sense. There's more. It she's, makes sense. Yeah, she's the oldest one. First of all, she's the yeah. oldest one. She's the oldest, wisest one. She is in her element because what she the things that she is doing makes sense that she's doing them. Oh, I have a secret in and out of this place because I'm thing that was done off the books. The Republic didn't know about me. I was done. You know what I mean? I'm an insurance policy to Caminoans. That's why they kept me secret. They kept me here. I know all about all the cloning they're doing. You know what I mean? So not, all of this makes sense from a story standpoint. And it also makes sense because the Kaminoans were doing everything they could to get their hands back on her. Um, so those stakes set up what she's doing here and makes it so it isn't, you know, Mary Sue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, the, um, yeah, the battle between Hunter and um, Crosshairs was a little funny to me. You know, it's a little um, the animation sequence and everything. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the greatest. But um, the 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 showdown um, when you know Hunter ended up shooting. Um, he, got, he hit him with a stun gun. Stun him. Stun yeah. gun. Him. Okay. And, and shot first. He shot first. Like, shot only. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how that's gonna just. And I wonder when Crosshair wakes up, like how 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 is how is he just gonna be with you know he he, he got the um it's sort of like I guess New Edition when Bobby Brown left and Johnny Gill came in. Yeah, I was know, just gonna say that. <laughs> and then Bobby Brown came <laughs> back react. with Johnny Gill eventually. Let's take, let's take it to the '80s, ladies and gentlemen. I feel like boy bands are the way to go here for us. I feel like we can make some hay. Talking about it is here on this show for some reason. So how's how's the whole band going to fit, you know, together? How's that going to work? And when he opens his eyes for the first time, he looks up and he sees the four of them staring at him. Yeah. How's he going to feel about that? But you can't take out the part of him that's messed up because it's him. You know what I mean? Like, what do you you cut? Well, 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 remember in a, in a few episodes ago, I said, guys, that we're going to see some sort of redemption redemption of Crosshair. Yeah. Now, yeah. he has gotten to this point where, you know, he's given his boys a chance. He could have easily, you know, took them out. You know, at any one point, he even says to himself, if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead. But I'm giving you guys a chance. So Which that's more than you gave me. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, yeah. He's showing his them a different way and everything, which is better than what you gave me. And I don't have the chip to inhibit me, you know, what you think you guys thought I had in me, but I'm making these decisions on my own, you know. Um, so now you have him um, continue his redemption, but I'm glad they're slow rolling it to where, okay, all of a sudden, you know, he's just back with the boys again. He's still got some more um, um, trials to go through before he gets to that full level of trust with his crew. And, but, you know, there's an interesting point, too, you know, as we see at the end of the episode, you know, where they begin chasing a Star Destroyer, you know? So, right. you know, and then obviously, you know, for, you know, I guess the spo- the non-spoilers, Disney decides to break the news before we even done, just like the Mandalorian, that, hey, guess what, guys? We're coming back. Yay! You know? I knew that was coming. It should be, you know what? It, they just did it a little early. Like me and DP talked about it. Like this, just give us another week, you know. Just or at least, I mean, maybe a couple weeks. I mean, the fact that they dropped this like in the middle of episode 
14 into 15. I'm like, geez, guys, like there's no way they'd kill. They're not going to kill off the bad. I mean, that's the name of the, the name of the show. And it's a, it's well, got to be. No, I mean, the season two, they, they announced season two already. Season two is going to be rad, man. Yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm pretty really sure that was just a given, just the way that right. you know, these things go. I mean, you yeah. got like, the Rebels who lasted more than one season, of course. This is a Rick and Morty. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> you can't just, just discard it and start over. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of story to tell. So I mean, I mean, it can't just end it just like that. We're going to yeah, see these mean, guys. We're going to see at least these helmets in real life in the next. 2020. I, I, I mean, we're gonna see at least like on the Mandalorian or something like that. Some we're gonna see Omega in like Tex helmet or some crazy something wild like that that's just yeah, gonna man. make people lose their lose it is what's gonna happen. And I'm a, I am here for it. Well, yeah, well, we've even leaving later in this whole thing. That's right. yeah, that's the next right. point. So they're going right. to the Star Destroyer. They're going to the Star Destroyer, right? In my idea, this is where Leia sends a message, right? So somebody's about to run into Vader at this point. I'm thinking, and isn't are they going to show him? Well, they're they're going to show him. We're twenty. We're like twenty years ahead of of um, the Death Star, at least. Still, so we're we got. There's so much time for all this stuff to happen, and you know who who but who should Crosshair be working for? Who who should he go be, be the dude that does all this stuff? That guy says the answer is Darth Vader. He has basically designed. To, down to the crosshair to work for Darth Vader. <laughs> he literally has the target on his face already, so he knows the consequences of failure. You don't have to remind him. He should have put the target on his neck if he's working yeah. for Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. You won't have to strangle me. I'll shoot myself. Yeah, they- <laughs> with, that, with that final scene of the episode, you know, we get like pre. Um, I, I love the sequence of the 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 the, the sadness and the. The, the mood of like the music and everything right. we get like a um, um screen like you know pictures of all the um different spots within like you know um, chemical you know the facilities all no bear nothing's there except we just see our heroes just running out trying to get away um and then we have like the ship raining down the um the, the raining the, down fire oh raining down fire and everything we get we we we're, we're in pre Death Star days, you know. So um, this is like the 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 experiment to what's what, what's to come, you know. It was a right. great thing. And, and what's the best line in the whole thing? Admiral Tarkin, right? You may fire <laughs> when ready. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, yeah. What, what's going to happen now? I expected to see Death Star, but then I remembered three Star Destroyers. That's all you need. I'm just thinking. Yeah. Poor Peter Cushing and his slippers delivering that line and it being on this show, you know, like 45 years later. That's so, so wild, you know? But, you know, his grandkids are like getting banked. So, <laughs> hopefully, they're getting banked. The likenesses are all uh, George Lucas owned them. So, I guess Disney owns them now. Which... Hey, hey, Lucas hey, will write him a check. He's a very gracious, gracious guy. I don't know. Based on Scarlett Johansson, you might see otherwise. But that's another story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's an opportunist. Naughty. Uh, Naughty Kid, mouse who tried to eat all the cheese. Kid, Kid, is, Kid, is that all you need? It's just three dark uh, star destroyers. And, you know, <laughs> all I need. Give him the yeah. keys. That's, that's, the that's keys. all you need. Okay. That's yeah, all they, I need. That, that fire coming down was just so awesome to see. And then they ended it like I love ending like the, these shows with the move. You know, you right. yeah. just cut, and then the music. The music doesn't go to like the regular, um, you know, um, yeah. music and everything. You get like you're leaving like some ominous like crazy stuff you know yeah. um, I, I love it because the episode seemed like as if as if it could be done in live action you know the pacing of it and everything yeah you know the the yeah. emotion of it the um the um the writing was even was was with the you know the, the the lines that were given between crosshair you know crosshair lines was awesome hunters you know responses to crosshair were awesome and everything and it it, it was just a really really great episode yeah the fade to dark, like like DP saying that, that. I mean, that's like classic for, and it's leading up to like something major. You know, when we yeah. had that on the Mandalorian, if you get that fade to dark episode leading into a finale, usually it's it's pretty serious. So um, I, I'm excited for the finale. I mean, like I said, the Star Destroyers are there. We know Tarkin's. There's just so many ways to go that I feel like we're going to see see Vader at some point, and then the the idea I remains. I hope it's good. 
do all five, you know, make it to season two? You know, that's that's an interesting point. You know, Omega's going to be a main character, and I imagine Omega's going to suit up at some point. I mean, who who lasts? You know, I mean, there has to be a at this point. You know, somebody's reporting to Vader. Vader knows what's going on between the Bad Batch, I'm sure, right? So, you know, do we have another hallway scene? How cool would that be? Vader and the Bad Batch in a hallway scene. <laughs> well, think uh, about it like this too, because like Vader, everybody, like the, the people that knew him as Anakin, there's not a lot of them alive. You know, the Emperor, right. and that's about it. And then these guys that he was yeah. tight with. So he's going to be like, you know, he's going to be like, hey guys, do you want to get some beers? Like, that's what it's going to be like. It'll be, and it'll be weird for him. It'll be like, wow, General Skywalker's in that thing. Yeah. But yeah, let's get some, let's get hammered with him. Yeah. I mean, do you think that though? You know, that's how weird is that when you tie that in? The fact that they know this person on the other side of them, and like they would recognize him just from like the way he would move around. Maybe I don't. That's another question. So here's another one of those like over those um you know existential Star Wars questions. Which yeah. I listened I listened to a podcast a long time ago called the Star Wars Minute, where they did every single minute of the Star Wars movies, and they went through and like we really like did 20 minutes of war or whatever on him. And one of the questions they all had, all these OG people that watched it initially, it was, are the stormtroopers real or fake or whatever? And they're answering that question here. And it seems like, you know, they're on their way to answering way more of them. You know, we have all this stuff about the cloning technology. Where did Palpatine's mastery of cloning come from? Well, he wanted this quantum leap in cloning technology. So what do you do that? Well, you build the army. You're going to take the, the galaxy over with it, right? So this, there's, there's a little bit more plot intricacy now. And you can really see how the pieces fit together a lot better, which is just really... Uh, really great. So I'm, I'm having a good time watching this show for sure. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, me too. I love it. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, more right? I'm more Anakin Skywalker. You know these guys, and 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 that's the thing. Like as like you said, DP, as we get closer and closer and better and better on this computer animation, I mean, what's going to be the difference between, you know, a character or the character's voice voiceover because it's the same actor either way. Like, at right. what point aren't you just doing more motion capture on the animation and then it's pretty much the same thing as being in the volume? So, what's, you know, these lines are going to get blurred to the point where in 10 years we're not going to notice the difference. And there will be, you know, things running simultaneously with the same characters at different points in history. It'll be pretty wild. Right. The podcast, too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, the thing is, we we all we for right now, I guess we have to keep the live action element in this, you know, throughout everything. As much as we want to see more story and animation, you know, you get the chance to tell a lot more story than you you know can in, in live action. The um uh, the reason for live action is because this Star Wars is such a money maker. To I guess us as Americans at this point haven't gotten that much into animation to where we can actually take it seriously on an ongoing basis. We still, um, unlike in, you know, China, China, Japan and everything where they worship animation and look at it as like, um, you know, something to be respected on, alongside, um, you know, live action stuff here. Animation is still, you know, like a kid's thing. And, you know, you, you, you got a lot of mature stuff in this show that fits right alongside with Mandalorian, but some people still like casual won't watch this because it's animated, you know, mm -hmm. we as like hard, you know, hardcore fans and everything see like, okay, well, this, this is a lot of good stuff here. We, we could get that. Um, we, we have that respect for the material um, to where we, we could look past like, you know, um, it being just animated and everything, but not everybody can. And I guess Disney can't afford to have everything Star Wars animated just to get more story out because they still need the live action elements to sustain the um the 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 casual you know the casual yeah and and a further hitch's point though i, I kind of get where the lines get blurred because if you look at a video game you know cinematic in between an episode i mean that's basically if you look at some of these games that's like live action i mean that's like they looks like real people I think the, 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 yeah, the big breakdown becomes, you know, from a video game stylistically in the game engine, they have to upconvert video through an Xbox, through a PlayStation, through a PC in order to get that video conversion to be, to make it look like it. And to be honest, the standard television set can't take that. So like yeah. Hitch is saying, it can come at some point. I'd, you'll probably see that more. And if you look at, depending on the Japanese animation, some of that stuff, some of the newer stuff looks like it's real TV and it's animation. But 
I think, you know, when you see these 8K TVs, you start seeing frame rates over 240. That is Hitch is saying, you will, I mean, that might be the future. I mean, you know, it, it's one point, you know, we talk about Star Wars and clones. When do, you know, these still film studios saying, we don't need, you know, look at Star Wars. We don't need to pay actors anymore. We can animate it. We can create a character. It looks real. And I don't have to pay somebody 90 million or go to, go to court over $90 million, you know? Or, or just use a clone. Just take a cloned yeah. human and yeah. tell them you're going to pay them a whole lot of money, but really, really? just <laughs> so it really doesn't. Well, look, if you can tell them you're going to pay them whatever, if at the end you're going to dump them out an airlock somewhere out by the the spice mines. I mean, who cares? Right. If you're going to throw them in the maw, it doesn't matter. Right. Put so a chip, just put a chip hold, in their head. Yeah, put a chip, put in, a chip their in their head. head. Hold your breath for 40 yeah. seconds. Because put a turn it off. Then the fleet into hyperspace and then just turn, tell it never to drop out of hyperspace. And the lost fleet happens, right? It's got an army of clones. It can be discovered later by some dark, you know. And then it becomes its own self-perpetuating plot device. And look, now at least we know why nobody ever goes to Camino anymore. Yeah. yeah. To just scary. travel or, or, you know, there's no beach anymore. So it's like, why go? <laughs> Boca Raton is now gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you know. You know, it's interesting. The Roman Empire. There's a quote about the Roman Empire, and it was, "The Romans created a desert and called it peace." And it's interesting to see how Palpatine's creating a desert here. And the, and you know, stylistically, where do we start Episode Four? The desert. Correct. The desert of Tatooine. Yeah. It's interesting stuff. You know, you know what's you know you know final point on that you were just saying you know as far as Camino remember as we seen the Death Star and then as we get to the last the last you know sequel trilogy with the final order and they start blowing up planets who's to say that they don't destroy the planet you know I mean that can be a threat you know if they figure out somebody can get to those old you know clones and, and remine and, and redevelop those who does who says this planet you know survives Alderaan's gone you know. We, we, we still don't know if Coruscant at this point, the planet, I mean, because there is that scene to where they blew up a city-looking planet. Nobody and, and what, has. And, and what was the planet that wasn't there? That It was in um, Attack of the Clones, Obi-Wan. It's Kamino. Kamino. Yeah, yeah, Kamino. Kamino, That's right? What yeah, right? It doesn't even exist. Technically. It doesn't even oh, exist. Right. We don't even know it's there. It, it there's The gravity well doesn't exist. The physics... You know, every quantum physics just poof doesn't matter. There's no planet there, but right there, there's something there because even that uh, whatever her name was, the librarian, she was like, "There's something there, but we don't know what it is." Obi Wan's like, "I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find out. I'm gonna go there and find out." And Yoda was like, "Find your missing planet, you will." So, yeah, that's weird, right? That's right. really weird, and it's a lot harder to make a dead co-conspirator testify. I will say that that is one thing the mob has taught us over the years. It's true. Right. Is so, someone you know, throwing scribbles at somebody's house or what? <laughs> what? Is, who? Where is that coming from? Yeah, I think that's what is that? Is that, is that your puppy hitch? That might be my. That might be one of my puppies. I think. Oh. Let me, Somewhere, yeah, I have I have puppies somewhere. I have, sound cancel, okay. I have sound canceling yeah. headphones on, so I can't hear anything. <laughs> that is funny. That is hilarious. Yeah, that puppy's running around somewhere. Uh, he's. I can't believe he just made crosshair like that. Although it makes it a lot easier to for them to a lot harder for them to move on because you can't like yeah yeah you can't just there's no MacGuffin there's no way to just fix right. him so that he'll be fine. It's it's it makes it harder. Well, as so, so, so my thing, I mean, I, I thought the whole chip thing that was just like a a, a lazy plot device to me, but I, but I was glad the way that they uh, made him okay, not affected by that, so he was more, you know, had more autonomy on his his decision making, um, right. and he was just saying, okay, this this is me, this is me. I mean, trying to change me now, <laughs> you know, um, what would really redeem. I guess him, or is is he quote unquote redeemable? Because essentially, he's think he thinks he's doing good, right? Everybody does, right? Yeah. Isn't that that that's a that's a, a philosophical maxim that all all people do everything because they think it's for the good, right? Um, yeah, you know, giving into tyranny in the name of a different 
power, a different altruistic good is certainly something that has happened many times again in our history. And so it's, it's understandable that this one happened to him. Like I said, I think it happened. I mean, you don't look no further than the 20th century for terrible examples of that. If you want to, <laughs> if you're bored tonight, right? I mean, there's plenty of that, plenty of that stuff going on. A lot of, I just follow following orders, right? Um, it's interesting to see how, you know, how does that change your guys like opinion of Crosshair? Cause before I felt like there was, I had much more, much more sympathy and empathy for Crosshair when, when Crosshair was simply a pawn of, uh, of Palpatine. Cause everybody sort of is, but yeah. now like knowing that the reason the empire kept him is basically because when he had that, that procedure that we all assumed was intensifying his, uh, his chip was removing it. And he decided to stay. He chose to stay and they could have used his skills. So all that gross stuff we saw him do, all that shooting that con that conscript, ordering them to liquidate these just randos that are just trying to get off planet. All of that is not, you know, it's not the empire doing those things. It's literally just crosshair choosing to do those things for the empire. Yeah. Um, you also have a point of where crosshair he pretty much, um, well, okay, so they, they made the decision to stun him. So he had no wherewithal that, that Rampart made the decision to eliminate Kamino. <laughs> so, you know, Rampart was like, you know, at, towards the end there, he was like, well, um, don't, you know, the one trooper came up to Rampart and was like, well, we can't trust him. Those are his brothers. So, you know, he's going to act a certain type of way when he sees him and everything. Can we really trust him? Um, you know, Rampart is like, well, if he doesn't, if they don't do well on this mission or whatever, they're going to get eliminated anyway. So bump crosshair, you know, we don't really need him or care about him. So he, he better just do his job. So when he, when Rampart makes, when Tarkin, you know, tells Rampart to make the decision to fire, you know, put the rain of fire and stuff, um, crosshair is already out and out of commission and stuff. So how, is that going to be communicated to him? The Empire care about you. So are you still loyal to these people who wanted you dead? Well, that's going to be the that's going to be the deciding factor. That's going to be the that's the glue. Because they're going to say, look, this this group that you are putting your faith into just cast you aside. And we're the only folks that saved you. We're your brother. You need to come with us, and we're gonna join the rebellion. Are they gonna join the rebellion? Like, are they gonna be the 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 catalyst? Are they gonna be the the ignite the ignition system that that sparks the rebellion? Because right now, where is the, where where is where is the rebellion? Like, where is the other side? All we have right now is the empire. Where's the good? Where's the good? Right, right. The right. bad batch and Omega. That's it. Interesting, interesting stuff, guys. <laughs> yeah, definitely a good plot point, though. And then Palpatine, of course, stealing all the cloning technology for himself, and those vats that we see at the end of Episode Nine tie in a perverse way this to this sequel sequel trilogy, and 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 Rise of Skywalker mm -hmm. neatly. So now we see the whole point of you know the whole point was getting those. The, those clones can you clone something with force sensitivity maybe right maybe that's like the whole point maybe that's what hunter is around you know yeah. baby palpatine baby palpatine he's gonna maybe that's grogu maybe grogu was a baby palpatine that kind of went wrong like maybe a frog jumped in there at the right at the last minute and you had a maybe maybe it was jar jar who jumped in <laughs> maybe a maybe frog. jar jar jumped into the cloning tank that they were maybe jar jar it. jumped in jar jar you left know, you alone with this jar jar today at walmart i thought a hitch i thought of him i thought maybe i should buy this and like mail it to him instead <laughs> you would... hit it behind other action figures <laughs> right because i'll go back tonight and get it because it, it was the it was the uh the you know the deluxe one the black edition so it was very well detailed you could see all the you know all the scales and the gills and the tongue and everything I thought you'd get a real kick out of it I guess not and there's no response 
just the mad face and everything. There's only one thing about Star Wars I don't like. And right now it's Admiral Tarkin. Uh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh boy. Yeah, I want to yeah. see them. I hope I hope the bad badge gets sent to take to take out Jar Jar. You know what I mean? Like he's a real if Captain Rex comes in, he's like, he's been a real problem. He's working with Palpatine. We gotta take him out. You know what I mean? I just hope that they, they're all just like, Well, we all hate him. So I mean it's not a big deal. Vader <laughs> finds out, he's like, I'm gonna help you because yeah, F that guy. Yeah, the bad bad would destroy Gungan. They destroy all of them. Jar Jar's like Jar Jar's the death. They only need one death. Uh, they only need one ship. Misa got yeah, a they only need one star to destroy them. They only need one star destroy. Oh yeah, it's going to be Order Hitch instead of Order Sixty Six. Hunt, hunt down Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. Hunt down the Hitch and the Gunkins. Yeah. Maybe he's secretly the emperor. That's it. I, that's my job. I'm just like they send me to get the to wipe the gun guns out. Like send Hitch, he'll do it for sure. Yeah. You won't even think about it. That's a, that's what happens. They call some conscripts like we can't wipe them out. They're peaceful. They live under the sea. And I'm just like, whap. Who else? Yep. And then someone else is like me, and I'm like, whap. Like it goes on for a little while. Anyway, all you have to do is put a uh, you know hair dryer in the water, right? Plugged in. <laughs> Essentially, but. an imperial hair dryer. Just, just drop it in the water. Just <laughs> drop it in the water. <laughs> I've made a second enormous hair dryer at great no. cost, and it is fully operational. Right, that was the first. It was. It wasn't a Death Star. It was a hair dryer. So they <laughs> they built this giant hair dryer and they threw it into the water, destroyed the Gungan people. Jar Jar floats up to the surface, his tongue hanging out of his mouth. Scott Hitchens is happier than hell. He's like, ah, this is great. I love Star Wars again. This is a 10 out of 10. Do you think, yeah. why can't like Jeff Bezos make that happen, right? Like he's that rich, but he can't make that happen. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens right. next. But yeah, guys, I mean, as we bring a close to another episode, just uh, your final thoughts on the season finale coming up here. Uh, you know, what are you guys looking forward to seeing here? I'm 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 waking I'm looking forward to seeing Crosshair wake up and you know react. I mean I just want to see some Crosshair reaction. He's been a favorite of mine the whole season, so um, yeah, looking looking forward to that. And some I, I want something to happen to Admiral Rampart too. I just want him to just somebody just slap you know the 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 five fingers to the face or something to this guy. You know he he just got so much you know um um somebody needs just he needs to take him down a peg. Kiss the rings. I I know somebody who could do that. I know somebody who works for the Empire that could do that. DP. Yeah, I I, I have a suggestion. I know who they. I know who. I know who could who who's famous for making those people heal. <laughs> Neil. Heal Neil and then shut up. <laughs> so I'll I'll second that. Uh, DP. Same, I, that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to see uh, Crosshair wake up. I want to see redemption. I want to see him back in the band. I want to see him back with his brothers. Rampart's going to get it, and I think it's going to be Vader that's going to take him out because the guy did not fulfill his mission properly. Mm. Mm. I mean, he basically failed. Is the Bad Batch dead? No, that was the goal. Destroy them. He didn't do it. Right. Admiral Tarkin's not going to do it, but I think Vader's going to destroy Admiral Rampart. Mm. Interesting. How do you tell someone that not only are their politics wrong, but also that the people whom they would like to empower are very actively trying to harm them. If that is the plot of season two of this show, then it truly is a phenomenal testament to how science fiction can be a mirror of our own times. Yeah, that's, that, that's a good way of putting it, Hitch. And I, I feel the same way. I mean, you know, what, what redemption is that you felt that your, your brothers had left you and made you go down a path that you thought that was the true path. And as we get to the end of the season, you find out that the people you thought you believed in as ally history 
were the people that not follow, you know, it, and it goes, it ties back into once again, as you know, Ken has said, it's a story about family. Mm-hmm. Your family is now back with you. You know, this is your redemption, you know, so this is that ongoing Star Wars theme. So that's that's what I look forward to seeing. And, you know, with season two, you know, maybe like as you guys say, maybe that, you know, this is Vader's hunt. This is his mission for season two. Maybe it's a, uh, you know, Rogue One ending. Maybe the Bad Batch do die. Maybe Vader hunts them all down. How, how dark would that be at the end of season two? Vader takes down the last member outside of Omega, maybe the bad batch so you know they don't always end in happy endings as we see so maybe that's season two vader's hunt um you know for the bad batch so so many plot points uh so much more discussed guys which is why we like doing these shows and uh can't wait till our, our finale episode coming up here so um you know thanks everybody for tuning in again and until next week guys when we wrap up this season this is the way this is the way this is the way <laughs>